time to get busy at this motherfucker. Like we always do about this time. What's up, everybody? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, would you eat vegan chicken McNuggets from McDonald's or anywhere else? Yeah, I'm a meditarian. I'm pretty sure Jay is too. All this and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Pew, 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 pew. Hey y'all, oh this is Manny Mackins and you're listening to the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, the best podcast on earth. I said it. What up, people? I'm Jay. And we're back at it again. Jay, man, how's, how was your week <laughs> this week? How's it going? Uh, it was good. Good and good and yeah, it was good. <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, <laughs> lots of lots of things going on at work. Won an award. Wasn't really expecting that, but uh, monetary award at work. Uh, yeah, they took like half out for like taxes, which is kind of silly, but mm-hmm. you know. It's whatever. I got something. But, uh, yeah. Uh, that's about it, man. Ain't really much of anything else going on. Just getting prepared to go to Disney World this summer. Kind of trying to get mentally prepared to do that. Um, financially prepared. Uh, you know, just that type of stuff, man. Ain't really, ain't really nothing going on, man. Yeah. Nothing at all. How about you? Man, uh, week was good, man. It was just a busy week, as always, uh, but it was good. Um, um, yeah, not 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 too much to report all over the place. You know, it was just all around a good week, just busy and fun and, you know, ready ready for this snow to stop and, and you know, more green mm-hmm. to show up, you know what I'm saying? I think everybody's well, in that same heck, boat, almost. We, we got too much green now because it's been beautiful weather the past week yeah. but I step outside I just cut my grass last week and I gotta cut it again because it's like growing out of control now. yeah yeah it's so crazy. yeah we we got like we're in the 70s pretty oh, much yeah. oh, that's all nice. time so yeah I love it yeah too yeah, bad I, for you snow folks yeah yeah it's it, it hasn't snowed uh, at least down you know where we are probably in like about a week and a half maybe um, and it's all pretty much melted, but still up in the mountains, there's still some snow. Um, so it looks pretty up high, but yeah, down low, it's, it's starting to turn brown green right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so all the, all the, uh, the leaves that I didn't, that, that I didn't make the kids, uh, rake last year are showing up again right now, but Hey, it's nice. all good. It's all good. I'll be happy when that nice, you know, warm weather comes for a bit. Um, cause yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. It'll be nice Get to go out there, you know. Walk around in my, in my, in my, um, what do you call Socks that? Socks and flip flops. Yeah, well, socks and flip flops, and then what's that thing that that uh, that that we always made fun of? Man- Wife beater. No, the man, the man thing is like a mankini. The mankini. 
Yeah, just walk what around in my mankini out here, you know, with these with these Mormons out here. Go and sit out on my my deck and lay down and get some sun. All they're gonna see is butts and guts and nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's funny you funny you say butts and guts. So, uh there's this. Okay, so my friends uh, back home, Lionel uh, and Ray uh, would have a good laugh over this. Man, this girl that we used to work with a long time ago, we'll call her Christine. Oh, wait, that's her actual name. Anyway, um, we called her Butts and Guts. I don't think she listens. Yeah, she probably doesn't. And if she does, hey, what's up? Uh, anyway, we <laughs> we called her Butts and Guts uh, because, you know, anytime she was like, you know, coming at you, walking one way or the other, or when she was trying to come on to you, we'll say that. She always, you know, either led with her butt or with her gut. Um, and they were all sort of equally shaped uh, in, a, hmm. in a very weird hmm. way. Um, yeah, it was butts and guts. and oh, Yeah, I had a few run-ins with her back in the day. Um, yeah, yeah, it led to some very interesting uh, uh, encounters, late-night encounters. We'll just say that. Anyway, hey, shout yeah. out to Butts and Guts, but yeah, we, yeah. we still we still reference her uh, quite quite a lot. But hey, if any of you people no out there have people. a man, you know what, dog? He liked you know, them sometimes, all. Sometimes you know you. This Love was a little cushion, huh? This was a situation where I was not picky. I was picky for a long time, and then I was like, you know what? Nah, let's stop all that. Yeah. You know, I, I had. I, we all have our phases. We'll say that. We all have our phases. It's a little something to keep you warm in the winter time, huh? And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know it. You know it. And the Texas winter, like, it just keeps me warm all the time. <laughs> anyway, hey, if you people out there have some butts and guts peoples in your life, you know that dude or that woman that. You weren't really, uh, you know, you really didn't care one way or the other. You just wanted to get some warmth. You know what I'm saying? Just wanted to get some loving, some cushion for pushing. Whatever you want to call it. Shout out. Let us know. Let us know. Yeah, and I just want to give a big shout out to John from the John Effect Podcast. Because on the last several episodes, uh, thankfully we've been on his docket to listen to. And he's left some pretty fun comments. Just like last week, uh, in last week's episode. Or I guess in... in Couple weeks episode, a couple weeks ago episode, uh, uh, when uh, we were talking about you was conceived at Freaknik episode one twenty two, and we had talked about Jesse Smollett uh, going to prison. He said that they're gonna chop his back down to smithereens, meaning they're about to blow his back out as soon as he gets in there. Oh mm-hmm. man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he also asked if you saw the coochie. At Freak Nick, which you like, yeah, several times. So, yes, indeed. So, anyway, yeah, shout out to John. Uh, we have been in the long-term planning stages of either making a way onto their show or them getting on onto our show. So we're gonna make it happen. Either way, all that being said, hey, we got several voicemails from our reporter down in Memphis, our Memphis correspondent. She's the senior correspondent from Memphis, even though she's not necessarily a senior in age so here we go uh before we listen to that jay 
tell the people how to leave a message for us. All right, people, call us 3853-BLAKPC. That's 385-325-2572 if you don't have letters on your phone, but you should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Call us. That's right. Or you could just, uh, right. what can you do? You could just email us something. Yeah, mm-hmm. email us something. Hashtag blackoutpod yep. at gmail.com. There you go. That's true. And also what I've come to find out this week is that you could actually leave a voicemail in the DMs in Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. So at yeah at hashtag blackout pod uh, on Instagram and Twitter, leave a voicemail there, and we could play it here on the show. So dope. Anyway, so first voicemail uh, from Memphis Diva ninety nine three two one. It's funny because that's the way Google Voice. Well, Google Voice is probably one Trish. of the top three worst <laughs> like translators in the world. Like, if you ever wanted to hear something, like if, if you had, you know, if you went somewhere, you know, to like a, if you did not, okay, I'll, I'll say it like this because this happened. Um, this happened, you know, when when I was a kid, and probably still happens today. Uh, in Houston, there's uh, the fruit market. Um, we used to call it Caninos or something like that. But there's an area in North Houston we call the fruit market where you go and there's, you know, just fresh fruit you could buy in boxes and nuts and all kinds of other different random things you can buy. Um, and so, uh, uh, you know, a lot of Latin American people actually run the fruit markets. And back in the day, you know, you, you would walk through their stand or whatever it is um, and, and, and they would say some stuff in Spanish and you know, if you didn't know Spanish, then obviously you would didn't really know what they were saying. Yeah, you but my yeah, but my dad, my dad worked with some uh, some some Mexican people, uh, and you know, he found out the meaning of a few words like mayate, which, if I'm correct, means nigger. So yeah, so so so, and also also you know uh, also different a few different words for black or black person or blacky or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so. You know, it was it was always interesting walking in uh, to those places and hearing uh, hearing things and trying to decipher what they were saying. Uh, so yeah, so that's one way to translate. So if you ever want a Google Voice to translate what you heard, 
uh, walking through a, you know, a, 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 uh, a farmer's market where a lot of people speak in Spanish and you can't understand what they're saying, just don't trust her because she's probably not telling you the truth. Because when Kayla Stevenson pops on sometimes, as we can see the transcription, says, hey y'all, it's this is Memphis Beaver 99. Come on, man. <laughs> AKK, we are Memphis correspondent. Come on. Come on. Come that's on, funny. Google Voice. Gotta that's, funny you, that's funny you were saying that thing about the uh, sometimes you can't, you never know what a Spanish person is uh-huh. saying to yeah. you. Yeah. So, my, my good friend. One of my good friends, may he rest in peace. Uh, we used to work together at the airport. We were always joking and stuff. And he spoke spoke Spanish, you know. Of course, mm-hmm. I mean he's Mexican. I mean, of course, not all yeah. Mexicans speak Spanish, but yeah. Uh, I know what you mean. And we had to greet people, you know, coming from like uh, you know international flights and stuff like yeah. that. And he yeah. told me to say something to one lady, <laughs> and he and I said it to her, and she was like, "What?" And he just walks away laughing, and I know he told me something dirty to say to her. Yeah. And uh, nice. I never found out to this day. I, I don't know what I said to her. Do you, do you remember what the word is? Ah, I can't remember, man. This remember? is like over a Years decade ago. ago. Huh? Yeah, yeah, this is over a decade ago, man. But yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. Interesting times, man. I know what you're saying. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Now, the, one of the one of the best things though too about growing up around and with uh, Mexican people or people of Latin descent, whichever, uh, is the fact that um, you know you learn a lot of words that they would normally use uh, uh, that aren't necessarily book book language. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff that you'd learn in a Spanish class. Um, you know, so so you learn some learn some Mexican slang for a lot of different body part terms and. And uh, curse words, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it was always funny saying yeah. those things as a kid. So it's great. Great, great, great. Anyway, hey, yeah, in Memphis Diva, um, I think all of America is starting to get tired of R. Kelly. Uh, did you see, Jay, this week that R. Kelly, I guess, had posted to some social media a happy birthday song video to his daughter because it was her birthday? Mm, no. Not yeah. At all. Yeah, he's saying happy birthday, and it's funny when when you watch the video and see the comments under the video, you know, it, it's just, I mean, it's him singing happy birthday in the R. Kelly style voice, you know, like it is what it is, uh, and there's people who are like, he's the GOAT, he's the greatest, you know, and there's people like, mm-hmm. I don't care what y'all say about him, he still, you know, he has the best voice, and then there's some other people who are like, you know what, even though he's a pedophile, he could still blow. All this is true. And then obviously there are some people who's like, man, you know, you should be in jail. Or some other people like your daughter doesn't care about this song. Your daughter's not going to listen. Blah, blah. So it's, it's pretty interesting, you know, how people have turned on him. Um, and, and also how, how there's people who are still like, you know, caping up for him, if you will. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, we we all know what's gonna happen. We we see the future ahead for R. Kelly, sadly, and we know it's gonna, you know, they'll probably end in the jail jail sentence. So anyway, 
Unfortunate. Yeah, well, for, no, I ain't going to say that. No, my. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but you know what? It's unfortunate that those but things it, had it to happen, happen for this to come about. Yeah, For those true. events to those young people. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. There you go. But there here you we go. go. There you go. All there right. you go. And Aaliyah, man. Mm, may she rest in peace. All right, next one. Three, two, hey, one. Hey, y'all. It's y'all, Mrs. Correspondent. You know, I'm, I'm trying to... Shot of the spotless mind or the butterfly effect? What just happened at the end? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Hey, thanks for that. Memphis correspondent. Sound like you were traveling um, and you were, you know, had your eyes on some parking spaces while you were talking to. Uh, but eccentric, Jay. Uh, can you explain to Kayla what eccentric means in this situation? Eccentric. Uh, well, you pretty much said it during the uh, during your voicemail. It's just different. He probably just used a big word just to make it seem like he's uh, super educated mm-hmm. uh, or super out there. But it's not bad. It doesn't mean you're weird. Even though being weird is not a bad thing. It just not means you're different. You don't you don't see. You don't act like the masses. You know? Yeah. So eccentric is a good thing. You're not me, like the good other thing. ones, yeah. You're not like the other ones. You stand out from the rest. There you go. You stand yes. out from the pack of... Uh, other ladies yes indeed yeah man that's that's definitely sounds like what eccentric is you know you're hopping back in the dating game you know somebody says you're eccentric they're not trying to diss at all they're probably just trying to say you're unique you're somebody that you know they hadn't met before you know you're you're not like all the other ones just like jay said you know just like you said you know you are different you know being weird isn't a bad thing you know what i'm saying uh you know, it's, it's not a bad thing at all. You know, there, there's some, there are some things that are being, that being weird is bad. Um, but it, it seems like in your case, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. So, so yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's actually good. I think that you should, I think that you should, uh, 
accept that. Maybe call him again. If he's a Pisces and you ain't down with fish like that, you know, then kick him to the curb. But give the dude a chance. Give the dude a chance, you know. Just like you said, you know, like if you if you remember back in the day when uh, you were in you were in high school or middle school, whatever, and you were writing an essay or a paper, and they told you to use twenty dollar words, fifty dollar words. Back then, you know, eccentric was one of those words. So you know, he's just bringing back, you know, that 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 twenty five, twenty six dollar word to use so he can get extra points. That's it. That is it. That's it. That's it. So, here we go. Here we go. Next up. But hey, shout out to you for getting back into the game. Um, yeah. Shout out to you for that. All right, here we go. Next up. Three, two, one. Hey, y'all. This is Memphis Diva, a.k.a. Kayla, your Memphis correspondent here. So I just listened to your show, I think, 122, I think. Um, interesting what your um, uh, worst neighborhoods were. Um, what if we were all writers? Uh, writers. Writers. I'm drinking. W-R-I-T-E-R-S. Writers. For <laughs> show. And they said, okay, hashtag blackout. Kayla, we want you all to write the new Martin show. So how, what would be a good idea for the show to open? Uh, what would you write about? Mine would be, they would be in divorce court. And uh, Gina and Pam on one side and Tommy, well, she, he, oh, she, well, we'll pretend like Tommy ain't dead. Tommy just on the phone. Yeah. And, and Cole and uh, Martin be all in divorce court because uh, uh, Gina suspects him and uh, Shanae of having an affair. <laughs> oh, like that. Lord. That would be so funny. And, uh, I don't know. That's one idea. And another idea would be, uh, they homeless. Uh, Martin oh, then gambled up all the money and got food or something on the show and now they, they homeless and now they got to move back to the back to, uh, wherever they were. Detroit. So, and then they got to move in with Cole and his mom. I don't know. Because oh, Cole is married, Big Shirley. And Big Shirley is a millionaire. So I don't know. It's, wow. I'm just thinking. It's a typical Saturday here, and um, I'm going to get online and do a little marketing. And I'll talk to you guys later. So give us some ideas. Bye. That took a dark turn at the end. <laughs> you know? They homeless now. They homeless. And yeah. they getting their divorce. I don't know. Initially, I was thinking, oh, what if they came back and they did like a twenty-year marriage uh, anniversary uh, vacation, kind of like oh, yeah. that one vacation when they get to, went to uh, Chilligan's Islands. They could yeah. go back revisit re- yeah. revisit Chilligan's Islands, and uh, yeah, and then all kinds of stuff happened. But then, of course. Maybe they maybe they do like a, a, a um, what do you call that a not a, a remembrance of Tommy or like a mm. what do you want to call that what do they call that what do they call it I don't know maybe they like pay tribute to like Tommy or yeah. something mourn him in a in an episode or on vacation maybe scatter his ashes in in the sea or something like that and then all kinds of yeah. other 
shenanigans happening as well. Hmm. That's a, that's a good, uh, that is a good question. Yeah, that would be a what good you question. Got? That'd what be, that would be interesting. I'm trying to, trying to figure out, um, I'm trying to figure out a couple of things, uh, Trying to remember a couple of these characters' names. Okay. So, I think it would be funny if they did another show. And Roscoe, the kid that Martin played, mm-hmm. was all grown up now, right? <laughs> still snotting his nose. <laughs> but but still snotty nose, right? And still short for some reason. He's just a grown up. He's just like, you know, like a... No, 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 no. He grew up. He, he actually grew up, grew up, grew up. But, um, you know, I, I think it would be funny to have him uh, come back and, and, you know, be the one who's always hitting on Gina and Pam. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they're older. He's older. He's trying to get that older lady, that quote unquote cougar or maybe beyond cougar age. I don't know whatever you would call them at that age. Um, uh, and he'd just be, you know, more of a more of a centralized figure with himself. Uh, but also, you know, we had a lot of interaction from Otis. You remember Otis was the, uh, like the Barty Fife style, oh, like security guard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, Otis would still be alive. Otis would still be alive. He'd be much older. He'd always be up in everybody business, right? Always be up in everybody business, but you know, think that he's hip and new with his flip phone, um, which is the razor phone he'd still think it's real so no nah, but then i think i don't know i don't know where that would spin off from but I, i'd like to see more involvement from them uh also um also i'd like dragonfly to see dragonfly jones <laughs> yeah dragonfly jones jerome jerome and hal dragonfly um, jones got his own tv show he got his own kung fu studio now i see that would be pretty dope uh, and then also, you know what? For some reason, I want to see that Brudman from the Fifth Floor and Pam actually got together. Wow. Okay. Yes. I okay. want to see that. I, I, see I, was, that. Thinking, I was thinking Pam and uh, Jerome. Yeah. Jerome was always hitting on Pam. Yeah, I know. Junk in the trunk. I know. I know. But then, see, I think this would be funny because, you know, Jerome would always come around. But then Brubman, you know, would, would show that muscle. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He'd flex mm-hmm. his pecs or whatever it is. Uh, so all that. And then... Um, the other Hustle Man was, could come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hustle Man come back. But then... Um, we'd have to have, we'd have to bring back Shanene somehow. Um, had to bring back Maybe Shanene gets married. She really does marry Kid from Kid and Play. Mm-hmm. Cause she was in love with him. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But still wearing the extra long nails, still being super extra, just like she always was. Um, she got her own line of time, hair care products, like Shea Moisturizer. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, this time her... her Shanae-Nae uh, Moisturizer. Shanae-Nae <laughs> Moisturizer. Shanae-Nae. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But by this time, you know, by this time her... her 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 weave, uh, you know, her weave empire has grown to be a, a multi million dollar success because she found, um, you know, she was able she was able to use hair from from you know the squirrels of Detroit uh, 
Wow. Uh, to be able to use that for weaving. She she got it for free because the squirrels just sort of died on the side of the road. And she used that and she was able to spend that into money and mm. get like multiple color hair effects for people. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That, that's interesting, though. That'd be funny to to possibly uh, see, you know, some kind of different spinoff remake uh, of that show. Martin would come back. Pam would come back. Gina would come back. Tommy, uh, obviously, rest in peace. May he rest in peace. So, yeah, there definitely had to be some kind of tribute to him. Uh, but Cole would come mm-hmm. back as, like, the mains. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be good to That's see that. It's good to see though. Yeah. Good thoughts. Yeah, be good interesting. Thoughts, or maybe they could do like a the. You remember uh, how well Cosby? Okay, so you remember they had the Cosby Show, and then they moved to Cosby. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't really the same same type of storyline, but it took yeah. kind of took place on like a block or a city, so they were outside a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. maybe they could mm-hmm. go outside sometime. Maybe they could. Maybe Man. most of the people live on the same block or something like that. Yeah, that would be interesting. I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. yeah, that would be that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad if they did that. And they, I don't know. You know, it's funny. Like like studio audience produced TV shows back in the day. A lot of times were only mainly set in one single setting. Like if you think of Sanford and Son, you think of the Jetsons. Uh, you think of um, shoot, you think of Full House. You think of uh, Family Matters. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Perfect Strangers. Um, you know, they were all sort of set in one setting, and every now and then they ventured mm-hmm. off, and they they had a different setting. Um, but all but right. they're all always mainly you know good times, always mainly in the same spot. So yeah, uh, and so was the Martin Show. You know, it was his normally his house, uh, but I think a lot more times. Um, d- during the run of that show, they excuse me, they did multiple settings. So yeah, that'd be interesting if they did if they did an outside setting. Uh, they did inside, outside, you know, a lot of different places. Two two seven did that. They did a lot of out outside, you know. Um, yeah, right on the front, stuff, uh, you know, front stairs, yeah. On the stoop. Yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting. All right, Kayla, mm-hmm. we need to go ahead and make that show. We need to go ahead and make that show. All right, let's see here. Next up, last message from yeah. Here we go. Like uh, four four times around or whatever, 
And mm-hmm. so, uh, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else show can we do? Pick one, y'all. Oh, man. Uh, can't think of nothing right now. Okay. So, other than that, ain't nothing going on. I want to hear nothing else about R. Kelly, okay? I'm, I'm tired of that man. <laughs> Still on yeah. Kelly. And uh but Thursday Night Live did a really good uh thing on him too. So he'll be making another phone so Okay. I will talk to y'all later, okay? Wow. She bookended she bookended her voicemails with R. Kelly. Yeah, but that would <laughs> <laughs> That would be interesting though, you know, if if the if the Good Times family went into protection program or the witness protection or is it just just James? Yeah, I guess it's just James going into a witness protection program, right? That's what she said. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. And then would he would would he come out in twenty nineteen or would he would it still be take place in the seventies? Would he just would it just spin off from there? Yeah, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah, based on what she had. Or maybe the following episode, it'll be like the episode. The reason why he went into witness protection. Maybe he mm. saw something crazy. Oh, maybe he, yeah, maybe he witnessed something because where did good times? Good times took place in Chicago. Wait, the good times take place in Chicago. It's been too long. That that make in Chicago. You're right. Yeah, Chicago. Okay, yeah, I remember that. That's yeah. what I thought about Chicago. So, yeah, maybe he witnessed something. Maybe there's like some. Uh, maybe there's like he did some work for like the mob. Maybe there's like mm-hmm. a lot of mob presence in Chicago at that time, mm-hmm. and maybe he saw something, yeah. And they threatened him, and then he went to the police, and the police had to put him in witness protection. I don't know, but maybe it could start off like that, and then uh, maybe he comes back like uh, five years later or something. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Actually, that'd be mm-hmm. interesting. Um trying to think I'm trying to think of other shows uh, that that we could spin off from you know it's funny because because uh, uh, what is it called um, Archie Bunker that show wouldn't be able to fly today mm-hmm. like it did back then no um, just because the time and the stuff that they talked about and the way they talked about things yeah no that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have flown yeah um trying to think about other shows that you could bring back like that and really reboot or maybe not reboot but do spinoff from 2019 what's happening ooh that would be good well actually I don't know Ah, see this is what's so hard we're so far removed from a lot of these shows that all the people have aged out of what the roles that they used to have back in the day or you know some people have passed away as well um, so that would be maybe it could be like their uh, children or grandchildren. Mm, yeah, yeah. That type of that type of thing. Uh, hmm. What? Yeah. Way back. Let me see. What shows did I used to watch the, Man, back in the eighties? The, the, the Jeffersons. What's happening? Um. Uh. What's it called? Uh. That's my mama. Do you remember that? I remember that. I didn't watch it much though. The What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. Uh, I mean, obviously, hmm. Sanford and Son. Um, Sanford and Mork Son. And, 
Mork and Mindy, Perfect Strangers, Family Ties, Kate and Allie, mm. Full House, Family Matters. I mean, they could they could probably do a Family Matter. They could bring back Family Matters. They could definitely bring back bring that yeah, back. They could definitely. Maybe it could be uh, called Family Matters. The secret, the disappearance and secret life of Judy, and it could be a CBS special or a VH1. Where are they now, or something like that? And we find out what actually truly happened to Judy. How are you gonna have she went into porn? How are you go <laughs> right? She went to underground porn network. Uh, how are you gonna have a? I mean, she actually did. You know that, right? <laughs> did she really, really? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, what was the name? Uh, Jamie Foxworth. Yeah, I didn't know she that. actually did. She went into. Uh, she became a porn star. Judy turned to a life of sex and porn because she was written off the show. She didn't do what Jesse Smollett did and get got you know asked a couple of African people to beat her up and claim some kind of racism issues uh, and and uh, you know and and other hate crime issues. No, she went mm -hmm. to a life of porn. Um, but yeah, anyway, no, I mean, it really could, like, you could bring that back, you know. So I would that, love to see my wife and kids come back. Oh, yeah. Junior grown up and his kids, his, yeah. his kid is already grown up. Yeah. And little, little sister and the older sister. And yeah, so everybody's still alive and kicking, but it's just been years since, uh, since that last episode. So, mm -hmm. Definitely bring that back. Junior would still be dumb. Yeah. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah. That'd be funny. Interesting. 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 Very interesting. Alf. Something we have to think about. Uh, I, Miami Alf. Vice. They already brought back Miami Vice. Miami Vice. I, I can see Miami Vice. Could, well, but then there's so many like TV shows with uh, like detectives and stuff like you got mm -hmm. all these nypd and la uh whatever and yeah police shows and what is it blue i think there's one called uh, uh I know blue or mean. something like that yeah i police. know what you mean i know what yeah, you mean it was mostly policing um yeah but nothing will top miami vice yeah miami vice unless they like me. set it in the 80s set it in the 80s mm -hmm. then it would be pretty nice it would be pretty cool be a change of pace yeah, from like yeah. modern day stuff I'm going to tell you a couple shows I would like to see come back in different settings, though. Moonlighting. I'd like to see Moonlighting come back, but then in a different setting. Because that was like Bruce Willis and Civil Shepard. I think they were like in an office building. It was weird. Uh, but if they had Moonlighting in places that actually had like night jobs, like a restaurant or, you know, I don't know, other places like that, I think it would be, be interesting to see that come back. Um, let's see here. Night Court. Cheers. I used to love that show. I was show. just about to say Night Court. <laughs> yeah, I used to love that show. That was a great show. Uh, the A-Team. If they brought back the A-Team, I guess they brought it back in a movie. But, yeah. you know, you bring back some people like, like I think B.A. Baracus could be played by, what's his name from Crackdown? Uh, 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 the actor in the, the game Crackdown. I can't, I'm so mad I can't remember. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. I think he'd be a perfect B.A. Baracus. Um, and he's also a little comical, so I think it'll be funny. Dukes of Hazard. Now, even though the General Lee's flag on the top of the car would be boycotted by everybody, um, 
I mean, Dukes of Hazard was a great show. Cletus. It was. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Daisy Duke. Come on, y'all. I mean, Just, I'm sure the people listening to this are getting like the most, the greatest sound effects in the background. I got kids mm. banging on stuff and yelling. I got yeah. one that's in the bathroom right now peeing so you could hear all that pee hit the toilet. Um, nice. So, if you hear it, hey, laugh at it. If you don't, well, <laughs> just know it's there. Just know it's happening. Yeah, but man, yeah. if there was just a show just like based around... This boy didn't even wash his hands. <laughs> That's kids, man. Yeah, if there was a show based around Daisy Duke alone, that's all I need, man. That's all I need. Greatest American Hero. I think that show was short-lived and highly underrated, but I loved it. There's a lot, man. There's a lot of great shows from way back in the day. The Love Boat. Bring that back. What was that? Punk. The show with uh, Gomer Powell. Uh, uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, Mash, about, there you go. No, 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 no. Gomer Powell. Was it wasn't Mash. Oh, was, was that, that was uh, Andy Griffith? Yeah, it was, it was Mash. It was no. Mash, you're right. Yeah. Man, you got my... Yeah, Mash. My head's all screwed up. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. good question. That would be something we'd have to think about. Very good question. They've already brought back MacGyver, and I don't think it worked out that well. So, yeah, I mean, if you bring something back, or if you reboot oh, it, or if you yeah, bring it back yeah. and change it, and Roseanne as well, obviously that didn't work out. Uh, you bring it back to Jay. I think it's still going though. Did they really? I thought. See, I thought they canceled. Well, Maybe they, oh no, no, they brought well, it back she, without her, right? Yeah, I think it's called something else now. But she's not on it. But the rest of the family is still, still continuing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but true. It's called that's something true. else. It's like she died or something like that. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you for sure. She's not there. Or maybe she left. I can't remember what it was. But bosom buddies, you remember that show? No, I don't. You don't remember that show? I do not. And Bosom Buddies was uh, what's his name? Um, Tom Hanks, right? And who was the other? It was like Kippy. It was like two young working guys in New York. Uh, They worked at an ad agency. Um, and what is it? Uh, They work. They they came home, and I guess they. I guess initially, like, they came home uh, and they found their apartment building being demolished. Um, Mm. uh, uh, So they couldn't live there anymore. So, and it was crazy, I guess, like, back in the day, like, in the 70s, 80s, maybe even before that, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, you get, like, basically, like, a move-out notice or an eviction notice, and it may not have necessarily been because you're getting evicted from your apartment. The traditional way is because the building owner had sold the building for money, uh, and Mm. they were, they were, going to demolish the building like within days type of thing not within you know months or weeks uh within days so you had to find a quick way to leave so one of their friends invited them to go and live with her at her complex but the problem was that their apartment that her apartment complex uh was for women only right it's just weird you know just to say that but that's the way it was women only the rent was cheap um you know, and, and and it was perfect. I mean, they're two young, like, you know, handsome looking guys. So, you know, they're like, hey, we go live in this women only place. We get all all the uh, all the butts and guts that we want. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so they basically <laughs> right. dressed in drag. They dressed in drag to live in the apartment complex. 
But then, you know, they'd always sit around the house, like, with the wig off. Or, you know, sitting around, like, dudes sit, you know, with, like, just legs spread open, you know, just chilling on the couch or whatever. But then, like, somebody would show up at the door. And they'd have to, they'd have to wear stuff, wear stuff bras. So, this was funny, man. This is a funny show. Funny show. Bosom Buddies. I interested. Anyway. I can't remember. Yeah. Speaking of shows, mm-hmm. this could lead us off Go into other it. things. Did you happen to see the latest trailer for Stranger Things season season three? I did not. What it looked like? Oh man! Did you even finish watch season two? Yeah, I finished season two. I did finish okay. season two. It was great. Well, this one should. Uh, season three looks looks good. It uh, it looks good. So kids are older. Things are yeah. happening. Stranger things. <laughs> Stranger um, things. Stranger things. Yeah. So it looks very good. Uh, it's, it's very 80s-ish. Let's just ah. say that. Very 80s-ish. So it looks great. I'm ready for it. July 4th. So thought you might have seen that. Yeah. And I forgot to mention, I did see uh, Captain Marvel. To the mm. people out there, I did see it. I did. In, I enjoyed it. Was it the best Marvel movie, uh, MCU film? No, but it was still enjoyable. Uh, I could see why a lot of people have issues with it because I've heard mixed reviews before going into this thing. But yeah, I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was good. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, we're about to actually see that movie here in a few hours. Uh, we're gonna go see it today. Uh, finally, have awesome. time cut out to check it out, and then. Uh, the movie Us came out. My sister saw it. Told us she told us some things. She didn't spoil it at all. Um, but I can't wait to see that. I'll probably see it this week at some point yeah. as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm man, I'm, too. I'm excited to see Captain Marvel. Excited to see it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Okay. So, what's up? What? Well, I thought you said something. I think. Uh, okay, so hey, uh, we want to do best bars right now. Or we want to do that later. Uh, whatever you want, man. Whatever right. you want to do, we could do it now. We could do it later. We'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and knock out <coughs> best bars. Um, yeah, best bars. Uh, uh, this week we take it back to year two thousand, May of two thousand, and we have got. Zion I featuring the Grouch. Zion I featuring the Grouch. Silly putty. Now give me what I need. 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 Dear Lord, you show me the best of times, show me the worst of times. Confusion all over my mind, but still I keep busting rhymes. And I fight for what I want, but I die for what I need. And I watch my people bleed while vultures steady feed. We proceed with the mic blessed, fashioned in your likeness. More deadlier than vipers, lyric, spirit snipers, ignite us. We'll be candles in the dark, solid like Noah's Ark. I was destined for this part in the scheme of things. We kings and queens eating chicken wings, but we 
see fingertips Can't hold the scepter so it slips Now who's equipped to come up on the grip A bravery crazily I wait for the response and I'm locked and loaded Missiles ready set to launch Eliminating competition They getting bombed in the trunk Cause we keep them in the trunk In the trunk They getting bombed in the trunk What can I learn from living life? What can you learn from what I write? I steady till my lungs are bloody To him I'm just some silly putty Who created me to play with she To lay with us to bust I spend my day programming what? Sounds? How profound to rap until the break of dawn So they can hear and know it's on If the flow is strong I'm smart If you're stupid it's not art Marks are made so many ways You can spin the tires Blaze a sack for everybody Days or chapters What you after? Give me what I need Give me what I need To help them trace my tracks Give me what I need Give me what I need To stand and face these facts And I'm gonna ask you, like I told you <laughs> when we were chatting about this, it's like, when's the first time you heard the song, Jared? I mean, the first time I heard the song was probably when you told me about it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all how messed I, up Jared I'm, I'm is. Tell you this. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. Wait, 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 wait. Before you say that, before you say that. I do remember the tune. Like, I remember the music part. I don't remember the 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 rap. I don't remember any of that at all. I remember hearing the tune, but I couldn't tell you when that was. So I'm just gonna officially say the first time I heard this song <laughs> was probably like in the past couple of weeks. Man, so I'm tell y'all something, people. <laughs> 2004, I moved in to Texas. I moved to Texas, moved in with Jared, and I had two copies of this CD. I gave Jared one copy. No, you didn't. I did too. <laughs> I gave Jared one copy. Wait, and I on. bet he never played it. Hold on, 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 hold on. Was it like one of those like Maxell DVD R? Nope. Or CD-R? it was the official. It was official copy. Man, because the the site that I used to get all my my uh, like under quote unquote underground type hip hop from before the internet was like super popping with stuff before iTunes and all that other stuff I used to get all my my hip hop from them and they actually sent me two of the same CDs by accident so I had one for myself and I was like dang who can I give this CD to I'll just give it to Jared maybe he'll like it I don't know maybe he won't well, uh, I'll have to go and check my CD case because I'm sure you tossed every single thing out. I didn't. I didn't know. I, you know, to be honest, I still have my CD case from back in the day with like a hundred CDs in there. So I'm pretty sure it's sitting in there, staring at me in the face. You know what? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. There's a there's a 98 percent chance that I actually did listen to it. And then after I listened to it, I put it in my CD case because I remember, I remember you know listening to several of the other CDs that you gave me, and maybe this song maybe didn't resonate with me from that CD. But I don't think I would have thrown it away. I'm too much of a hoarder to throw it away. I'm too much of a hoarder to throw that away. The only CD I remember getting thrown away is when my dad discovered that I had Master P, um, uh, Ghetto Dope Two, and he, you know. Roll down the window on on the the highway of Northern Louisiana and and frisbeed it out the window. That's the only CD I remember flying. 
other than one maybe that was cracked or something like that. But all right, so yeah, I probably heard it a long time ago, and I feel really bad uh, that I don't even remember (laughs) that you gave that to me. (laughs) It's all good. Ah, that's great. All right, so hey, here we go. So (laughs) silly putty. So Jay, uh, you know, who did you pick? (laughs) Well. Oh boy, somebody hurt. So, all right. Uh, well, I picked uh, Zumbi, who is like the the front man for Zion I alongside the producer Amp Live. Uh, I I'm not even sure why I even chose this song as a spur of the moment because it's difficult for me to even decide how to even factor in the lyrics for this because it's a back and forth between the two. Um. But long story short, it's the, the 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 song is essentially about taking the gifts you're given that God has given you and using them to the best of your abilities. Um, yes, indeed. So, man, I, I tell you what, I'm gonna let you decipher this first. Yeah. Let you let you. Uh, Throw off your your um, your reasons why you you like the song or yeah. you like the the verse the person you chose who is the Grouch. Yeah, yeah, I chose the Grouch, uh, just because I like the content of his um, the content of his of his bars. Uh, you know, I mean, there's there's all great content all throughout uh, between him uh, and Zumbi uh, and even Zion and I. Uh, but I gotta say, man, uh, you know, Grouch poses a lot of great questions. You know, because initially, I, I guess you could you could sort of say his, I believe his three, uh, his three segments, his three bars, his three, uh, uh, you know, verses are all. It sort of adds up to a story, and it's sort of like a, sort of like a discovery story at the beginning, like a searching uh, for answer mm-hmm. story, like, uh, you know, what can he learn from living life? Uh, you know, who created me to play with, to play and lay with the woman. Um, uh, you know, to play and lay and live with the woman, um, uh, you know, like who created me to do all this, all this stuff that I do, who created me and who gave me all these thoughts, uh, um, and what am I going to do with this? So, you know, he started with that, uh, you know, he continued, um, you know, he continued and talked about, uh, you know, his connection with the higher power, um, uh, you know, his connection with a higher power and, and basically how he draws, uh, uh, you know, I guess motivation and influence uh, uh, and and basically his uh, what do you call it like his creativity from it and then also how the fact that there are so many you know people out here in the world you know claim so many different higher powers you know um, uh, but what is it uh, but uh, you know maybe not not all of them are connected uh, or as connected with them. Uh, as he feels that he is, uh, so he, you know he always he always uh, speaks to that, um, you know, and says that every word that he writes, everything that he does, you know, is based off that talent that he was given. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's a cool uh, it's a cool uh, you know story. And he basically, like you said, he basically says, hey, you need to use your own your own gifts that you were given, you know, by whatever higher power you believe in. Uh, uh, and I'm not going to speak for my higher higher power. I'm just going to say that I'm connected. Uh, because of the talent that he gave me, and that's how I'm gonna, 
you know, choose to choose to uh, express my feelings and my knowledge. So, hey, I mean, I think it's great because, you know, his bars are there and they're totally necessary. And it's something that somebody needs to hear, not necessarily what somebody wants to hear. Right. Right. Not I, I feel the same thing about uh, Zumbi's lyrics as well. Um, wow. So many lyrics to even to even go through to try and yeah, pinpoint man. something. Uh Let's see. If, let's see if I can pinpoint something. Let's see if I can narrow something down. Um, okay, let's just start with the, the beginning of the song. How it even starts off. It says, "Dear Lord, you show me the best of times. Show me the worst of times. Confusion all over my mind, but I still be busting rhymes." So just that alone, you don't have to bust rhymes, but you know everybody goes through their ups and downs. You see the best, you see the worst, but you got to still keep pushing on and yep. keep doing what you're doing. You know. I fight for what I want, but I die for what I need. You know, I watch my people bleed while vultures steady feed. That's, I mean, that's like some, some real talk right there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, um, I honestly, I can't decide who has the best bars because they're both along the same, same line. You know, and like we said earlier, this came out in like 2000. Mm-hmm. So, back then, I mean, of course... I'm not going to say everybody that we talked about filler material last week with the, uh, with the far, well, or week before last with the far side, um, track, mm-hmm. how everybody had to at least have be on the same page, had to be on the same, at least skill level Unlike today where you could have a good verse in the beginning, dope verse in the end, and somebody could just throw some stuff in the middle and it doesn't make sense sometimes yeah so yeah. yeah i think everybody is on the same page and it's hard for, hard for me to decide even who has the best bars but i could say for me zumbi has the the better flow of the two i mean i like grouch as an artist but i just never like enjoyed his flow or his voice for that matter maybe just over the beats that he was given um yeah so that's the thing that kind of threw that always throws me off with him you know but he yeah. still had dope bars and Zoom yeah. had dope bars too so I'm gonna say this Grouch said it best you know some of y'all might find it funny but you don't know your worth you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying you make the world turn you make the fire burn you make the wind breeze the center fall to his knees now that's something powerful and I speak my words truthfully so you know what Grouch says it doesn't matter you know what you think of me what doesn't matter what you think of all the stuff I'm saying I'm still spitting the truth I'm still spitting game and I want you to know it so even though Jay you think your boy has the best bars you may not like Grouch he's the one who's still spitting his truth the most truth (laughs) both of them spit yeah they're both in truth I just said I didn't enjoy dude's yeah, flow yeah. that much, or his voice that much, yeah. but he has the bars. Yeah, Both sure. of them have bars. They both have bars. I will let the people decide. People, you decide, sure. give us a call back, respond, send us a DM, mm-hmm. whatever. If you heard the song, let us know. If you hadn't, go check it out. Yeah. It's not going to kill you to get through five minute songs yeah, or we'll... listen to trash on the radio every day. So Right, exactly. Five we'll, we'll minutes of a... bars, not going to yeah. kill you. We'll put a we'll put a cut from uh, both Zumbi and Grouch, I guess, at the beginning of this talk, 
uh, so you can actually hear it. But then it's another question I had, uh, you know, because you mentioned his voice. Um, is that is that one of those things that's a, that's sort of like a factor for you when you're listening to music? If you come to determine you don't like a song or you do like a song because of someone's uh, voice, not necessarily the flow, but like their voice, like their vocal inflection. If they sound whiny, they sound deep. So, some sometimes, not all the time. I mean, for me, it's mostly what's being said in the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then comes the flow and then the voice because like there's a lot of people who have, who have a lot of stuff to say in songs that mm-hmm. are very lyrically gifted mm-hmm. but then I just don't like the way they, they flow over the song and sometimes sometimes that's a factor to me yeah sometimes not all the time but yeah um, there's one kid out right now called Blueface mm-hmm. yeah I I uh, I don't really want to cause nobody call nobody like trash, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out why he's like as popular as he is because for me he doesn't flow on beat, mm-hmm. but for a lot of people they say oh he is flowing on beat and he's not flowing to the beat that you hear he's flowing to like this other beat that's underneath <laughs> the beat and I'm like what wait. Hold on a second. I'm like, huh? He has his Wait, own huh? beat what? in his mind. He has his own beat in his mind. And I've heard that from like a couple other rappers that that you initially hear and it doesn't sound like they're on beat, but mm-hmm. they're trying to rap to like maybe like the the maybe like a, a the drum pattern underneath, not necessarily like that that uh not necessarily that main I guess instrumental but like something that's like very subtle underneath the beat mm-hmm. so I don't know I've, I've heard that from a couple places I I mean it doesn't appeal to me but if it appeals to somebody else hey go for it you know you're, I'm just one man and I got my opinions but and they're not always right they're just my opinions but yeah so yeah. interesting let's see here so I'm trying to Trying to see if I can hear a, a blue face song. Let's see, hold on. Oh no, that's not it. Let's see here. He made that song yeah. Tatiana. Yeah. With Cardi B. See, he has like another song that's like a. See if you can find a song called Respect My Crippin'. Respect My Crippin', huh? Alright, let's see here. I don't think it starts until like maybe like a minute and a half in. That's funny, I put Crip on, which is not Crippin', it's different. Respect. It's like C R Y P N. Yeah. Let's see if this works. What? What? Let me see if I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, here we shout go. Shout out to go. the young guy for getting getting money and all, but anyway. Yeah, here we go. Oh, I hear it. I hear it. Just to catch him slipping, slipping, pull up, bounce on with a briefcase. It's time to handle business. Handle 
He's like, ain't no beating me. I hear what you're talking about. Okay, that's enough of that. I hear what you're talking about, though. Yeah, it does sound like he's off the beat. But I'm going to tell you what, man. I'm going to tell you what. You know you know how much I love Houston rappers. Back in the yeah. day, though, back in the day, there are several popular, well-known Houston rappers who I think their flow was similar to this, where they had a song behind them, and it's like they tried to get a lot of words in in a short amount of time <laughs> right. between beats. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dang. Who who you got in mind? Oh, man. Uh, one that I could think of was Lil Flip did that on some songs. Um, mm, okay. Gosh, there's a lot of people. I heard Fat Pat do it a couple of times. I don't know. There's several people. Um, but... Yeah. But that, but that's not saying that's not saying that this guy's anywhere close to on the level of some of those guys, uh, uh, you know. Because yeah, I I don't know. It's this song. This song does not resonate with me. We'll just say that. And yeah, he's not. The, and but the thing is, I'm gonna tell you what. A lot of those flows of those guys that I talk about from Houston, they actually did go with the beat. If they tried to get in like six words between three beats. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. or between two beats, like it actually made sense and it actually hit on the beat instead of hit over the beat instead of you know blasting through the beat. If that you know blasting through the drop. So um, yeah, man, I uh, I don't know. It's weird. It, yeah, this, this dude's flow is weird. You're right about that. His voice is a little awkward as well. It sounds like you know he got a little screech in his voice. Uh, so that makes it a little weird as well. I don't know, man. Um, he would not be I don't the know, first. He's just like the popular thing stuff. today. Yeah, he's just like the pop yeah. one of the popular kids of today. That yeah, uh, you know. he just what did he say? He just started rapping like a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. That was like I, I don't know, like something like that was like unheard of back in the day because some of those guys had to put in massive amounts of work. This kid mm-hmm. just came out of nowhere and just like bam shooting to the stars now so yeah. yeah but you know whatever it's cool i think he he had a football scholarship i think he was a quarterback if i'm not mistaken um yeah and i don't, I don't know if he like turned it down or something happened and he lost his scholarship or what but yeah anywho yeah there you go people let us know what you think yeah yeah yeah, that, that's interesting. I don't know. I, he, he made sure to stuck with football. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, hey, you know, if he just started rapping, this is the, I think this is the problem we have nowadays is that you could become a, you know, you, you could blow up big, you know what I'm saying? You could blow up big without having, you know, little to no experience. Thanks, SoundCloud. And, yeah, right. Thanks, SoundCloud. But you know, SoundCloud has brought us some good rappers too, though. So it's not yeah, not, yeah, a, not yeah. every sound. You know, there, there's quite a few SoundCloud rappers that we rock with, uh, and that do a good job, um, and that actually have, you know, you could actually tell that there's some progression in their game. But you know, just to start out, the next thing you know, you're you're already, you know, you're already blown up big. 
I mean, they, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes some people just need to be, uh, 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 you know, sort of held back until they're actually really, really ready. Mm-hmm. ready. I don't think he's ready yet. But hey, whatever. He's out there. So. Can't do nothing now. Out there. Can't do nothing now about that ish. So. Oh man. All right. Whatever. What All else right. we got on the agenda? I know, man. Go for it. You said you had a few things. I, I got a few things, man. I got I got a few things. So, how would you feel if your your son, who's a very big gamer, gets into high school? And you're like, hey, you want to play baseball? You want to play football, basketball? And he's like, no, I want to be on the varsity video game team. How would you feel about that? How would I feel if my son said that? If my yeah. kid said that? Instead of playing sports, right? As you said? Yeah. yeah. No physical sports. Esports. Mm. I'm now, on the veg out in front of the TV and just I'm game gonna tell you all this. day. There, there's two, there, I have two answers. Because when I was a kid... That's basically what I wanted to do for my life, right? I wanted, I wanted <laughs> yeah, to be right. a video. I wanted to be a professional, just like you know, a lot of kids want to be a professional yeah. video game player, right? And in this day and age, that can actually, that's more of a, it could be more of a reality compared to, you know, compared to back when we were kids. It just wasn't uh, uh, access to it, the availability, the the support for for games and, and the nerd culture wasn't as big back then as it is now. Um, all that being said, I would be pissed off for all the time and money and coaching hours and gasoline and everything else we've spent, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. getting them involved into sports. Right. Now I will say this, there is a crossover. There's a, their competitive edge that you get, that you learn and, and that you, you know, intrinsically have from playing sports and the team factor, you know, having teammates and stuff like that. If you're on a team with other people playing games and obviously, you know, there's there's uh, that teammate factor, that support that you have and that you give and that you can get and you feel. But I would not I would be frustrated. But then again, if I realize if I recognize that he was talented, that he was good um, or she was talented, she was good enough to do that, then I would support. It would be hard. I think it would be easier for me to support than my wife. We'll just say that. What about you? Yeah, right. Uh, if they had the talent, yes. But then at the same time, I would hope they do more than just sit out in front of the TV mm-hmm. or in the computer lab and play games. Like, if they could actually get some type of, uh, well, I'm not going to say uh, scholarship because I don't mm-hmm. think they give you scholarships to go to college to play video games. Maybe if there was like a side, kind of like side uh, program to where they teach the kids how to how to actually program, program video games or make video games to where they could actually earn some sort of a scholarship or college credit for maybe like engineering or video game programming or you know art wise then yeah Mm -hmm. i'd be all for it um but i'd hate to just have them like glued to in front of the tv or in front of a computer screen playing video games all day it's like i was telling my wife the other day i think it was 
Yeah, I was like looking outside and I'm like, there's no kids outside, man. As beautiful man. as day it is, no kids are outside playing anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that was like a requirement. Like we had to go outside. Your mama make you go outside, stay out all day, come back when uh, when it's time for dinner or yeah. lunch, go back outside, come back at dinner time, you know. But now kids are just inside all freaking day long. That's playing true. video games or yep. watching YouTube or something like that. So yep. it's like my kids, they get in the sun and it's like freaking vampire. They're like, <laughs> yeah, it's just big bright thing. Yeah, they know? don't know what to do with themselves, so. right? Right, right. So yeah. it's like I seen one kid. Uh, I guess it was a little brother and sister up the block riding a bicycle, and I'm like, dang, y'all don't want to go outside and like ride your bikes? I'm like, mm-hmm. and they're like, no. It's like I got y'all these bikes Still got training wheels on them mm-hmm. Y'all don't even have the enthusiasm To even go outside and uh, yeah. Try and ride So they'd rather be yeah, inside watching TV That's a frustrating part That's, a frustra- that's definitely a frustrating part Like my daughter will, will maybe do a similar thing Where you know she'll want a new bike She'll want a new bike Because her friends have mm-hmm. bikes and stuff like that She's like oh I want to ride And then you know we, we hadn't gotten her a new bike yet But when you do or when you get down to the and she'll say that you know all the times when it's not near like a christmas or a birthday something like that but then she'll circle it you know on presents that she may want like in the like in the christmas folder or the christmas um Mm -hmm. ads or whatever but then when it comes down to it you know and you're like hey you still want that bike Eh, not really and so it's almost like you know what's going to happen as soon as they get that thing you know They'll get it and they'll ride it for a short time, and then they may never ride again. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Now I will say this though: my kids, you know, both of their birthdays are in, basically in the winter time, so it's hard to really want and play with any outdoor stuff. And it's harder for us when we get to those times of the year when you know they can play with that to go and like splurge on something like that because mm-hmm. who knows if they really want it. But yeah, I can understand that though. Yeah, if you if you tell your kids, hey, let's go outside. Or, or let you know, why don't you go outside and play with your friends, man? It is. They don't even know what to do if they go out. They'll they'll be yeah. bored. I'm like, why don't y'all go minutes. make friends? I'm like, yeah. I had to. I was all over the place riding in the neighborhood until I found like a bunch of kids either playing basketball or something. I'm like, yo, can I shoot with y'all? And they're like, yeah, and it's vice versa. I'll be shooting in my front yard, and kids will come up, and that's how you make friends or just riding around and. See other kids say, "Hey, what you doing?" This and that. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, scared and crap." Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, at school is one thing, but like just in the neighborhood. And the crazy thing is, man. Like, of course, my wife and I were talking about this too. Is like, I guess today's day and age. Yeah. You want to keep an eye on your kid. Yeah. There was always sickles in society, pretty much, but yeah. we just didn't have like. Uh, I guess internet or the means to see every crazy thing that was happening mm-hmm. but now we're, we're like paranoid to just let them go on their own venture out yeah that's true you know as opposed to back in the day your parents would just be like go ahead and go yeah see you, you later know, see you when I yeah. see you <laughs> isn't it crazy though like nowadays you got you have I mean obviously there's like more helicopter parenting now than there used to be but then also no, also nowadays I think you know more about I guess stuff that like you say you know stuff that could potentially happen uh, so yeah so you're you're a little more freaked out and you you sort of watch your kids maybe a little bit tighter than your parents watched you mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things. I wish we could get them out of that or get that out of our mindset because I know I'm always paranoid about my kids. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just thought. Just a thought. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, we this ventured off from what I originally asked. Yeah, there's a school that's offering uh, varsity esports. So yeah, yeah. That's that. It's uh, supposedly it's like a career pipeline. Kids could get in there and and develop like STEM, science, technology, engineering, math. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, things like that. Uh, yeah so now see yeah. if that's the case it sounds like I mean it sounds like they have a a means to an end it's not just like letting these kids hang out and play video mm-hmm. games I can understand right. that you know but then yeah, so they're saying oh go yeah. ahead go no I, I was just gonna say but then this this poses the question though that you know if you have like I know I know I know our kids at least my son uh, when he gets in trouble you know one of the one of the first uh, privileges he loses is his video game time so if he gets mm. in trouble and he's a part of this team you know will it affect his grade will it affect all this other stuff mm. i guess we would have we would have to change up you know some of the punishments that we give out right so yeah anyway go ahead i'm sorry that's good yeah oh no i was just gonna say and so we talked about scholarships earlier so mm-hmm. apparently Uni- new york university and university of california irvine mm-hmm are now offering scholarships for video games. The career trajectory trajectory for esports is more similar to traditional sports mm-hmm. than it has ever been from high school and college to pro. So yeah, that's a um, interesting thing, but mm, wow. Ah, I don't want them to be a couch potato though, man. I don't want my kids to be couch yeah. potatoes. I want them to, to like be at least a little bit socially you know, uh, socially active. out there, yeah, yeah, socially active. What What's crazy so, though is like, this is what we dreamed of. You know, what I'm saying? yeah, exactly, right? It's just like what we dreamed of, and now it's a thing. Wow. Yeah. And and, and it's I'll like I remember you, seeing watch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was like saying I remember watching the Wizard, remember the Wizard back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie. And it's like I could do that. I could beat them kids. I could play Mario just as good as them, you know. Yeah. And yeah. now it's like a full-on career. There's tournaments and everything. Mm-hmm. Sidebar: I, I finally downloaded a uh, Apex Legends. Oh, did you? Okay. I'm, I played two games and I'm absolutely horrible. Yeah. Oh, horrible. don't worry. I didn't get any. I, I lasted the longest as far as a. Uh, as far as my lifeline, but I didn't kill not one person. I'm like, where are all the guns? Where are the guns? Yeah. Ah, there's too many options around here. Like, how do I know who's my enemy? Nobody's like showing up red or anything or I have a different color over yeah. there. I'm like, crap. Yeah, it's so. it's so different. You know, the, the gaming, the, the, the first person shooter uh, 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 gaming, um, you know, Lexicon is so different now than it was. You know, when we played Halo all the time back in the day and, and even the Call of Duties back in the day, it's like, you know, because like back then, like you'd have your map and you'd be able to see your enemies, you know, as like red dots or whatever on maps. And now, 
now they don't do that. Now, now they don't show that. You just basically are. Uh, you got to remember people's names right before you get launched yeah, off. <laughs> yeah, you you see your teammates, right? But then you know, as you're as you're running around, you know, your reticle will have to go past somebody who's on the opposite team, and it'll, they'll show up red. Or you'll see them running, and if you don't see their if you don't see their name over the top of their head, then you know that's mm-hmm. the type of thing that means. Um, uh, uh, that they are not on your team, and yeah, you have to kill those people. Oh, so, man. yeah, that, that's like, interesting. I was, I was standing right on the side of somebody from another team yesterday. We were playing, mm-hmm. and of course, I separate from my team. And I'm in this building. I'm standing on the side of like this guy. He has guns and stuff, and we're just standing there. I'm like, okay, this dude must be on my team. And, if, and I'm just waiting there. All of a sudden, he turns around, bam, 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 shoots me in the face. I'm like, yeah. Thought you was on my team, homie. Yeah, bro. You gotta do that. Bro. Oh well. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I'm glad you glad you jumped into that. Um definitely it's definitely I mean, I don't know. I've I've gotten away from Apex as much because uh, you know, most of the people uh I guess the people that I normally play with, uh, uh hmm. with PUBG and other games, they never really truly got into that. Um, right. But hey, man, you know the the good the, the weird thing on Apex is if you're not playing with the squad, they will just put you with a random group of people. Who knows right. how good or bad they are? You know what I'm saying? Um, um, yeah. And I'm and also I'm like getting like uh, put with people who have like zero experience. I get up in there. Uh, yeah. These fools like levels are. It's like they've been playing for months since the game actually came out. Yeah, you there's know. there's quite a few people like that, quite a few people like that, and yeah, yeah, and you you know you get paired up with the most random, um, you know you get paired up with the most random uh, uh, assortment of people, um, mm-hmm. but I mean I don't know I I and and I'm and I'm not sure if you could actually have like group chat like I I haven't been able to really group chat but then again I was never actually with the squad I was always just with randoms they showed up so. Nobody ever, you know, joined the chat. But hey, next time you play, let me know. We'll play. Okay. We'll play that. Gotcha. I'll be down for that. I'll be down for that. All right. Let's see. What else you got? What else you got? What else you got? Uh, nothing. I know we're gonna talk about Charter and Hamilton. And yeah. Yeah. So this is something like something that that I read um, earlier in the week, and and I saw it as as pretty interesting. But the but the the headline. Uh, for the story is sort of misleading. This is on HollywoodReporter.com and it said white actors suing Hamilton for discrimination with a question mark. And then it says Supreme Court hears warning. So so initially when you read that you're like, dang, white white people, you know, white actors are suing the suing Lynn Manuel Miranda who wrote Hamilton. Um, wrote mm-hmm. and initially cast Hamilton uh, 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 you know for some kind of discrimination situation if you don't know Hamilton is the um, is the musical the hip-hop musical uh, that was written by Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, won tons of awards has gotten all kinds of acclaim you know went it was on Broadway and then it started touring and it's been everywhere and shows sell out within seconds of you know it, them being announced and they basically have a, a almost all person of color cast but it's the story of like George Washington, Aaron Burr, uh, you know, the founding fathers. And normally all or 
almost all of them, those, those main characters are black, like George Washington, black, Martha Washington, black, uh, uh, you know, Aaron Burr, you know, Alexander Hamilton, all of them black, right? Um, uh, or, or somebody from, you know, different color descent. And so essentially what, uh, what happens here is Charter Communications is actually getting sued by Byron Allen Productions. You know, Byron Allen, uh, you know, black guy who owns, um, you know, Byron Allen's Entertainment Studios Network, uh, who has, you know, several shows uh, he's either trying to sell to them or several shows that are currently, you know, production or airing. And he's trying to get on to Charter Communication, but Charter Communication saying, no, I don't want to put that on the air. And so Byron Allen decided, you know, and his company decided to sue them and basically saying that they, you know, are racist, if you will. Uh, in their considerations and it's and they're considering the programming itself you know the the content of the show as well of as well as who is in the show in making their decision like what color people is in the show and and in making their decision of what to air excuse me and so charter's like well hey if you allow this then basically you're going to allow white actors to sue hamilton for not being able to be cast uh, uh, you know, in, uh, you know, in the role of George Washington, et cetera, et cetera. And this, co- you know what? It's interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll let you, I'll let you give your thoughts real quick on what you, what you've been thinking. And, and I have a, I have a question to ask after that. Yeah. Well, initially, like you said, the, the title was a little, uh, a little misleading. I was like, what the hell is going on with this? You know? Um, but I don't know what to think about this thing, man. Uh, honestly, I really don't. I, uh, I'm not sure. I honestly can't tell you, man. I'm not sure what to even think about this. It's just uh, all over the place. It's a huge, super huge article. <laughs> if I should, if I, if I have to say so myself. Uh, but yeah, uh, what does Charter even? See, char- okay. Charter is just basically trying to say, hey, we have a right to pick, to, to pick whatever programming we want to air. Right. Regardless but is of this what gonna, it is. This is going to be turned into a TV show? Well, well, no, not Hamilton specifically. Uh, that, that was just, Charter just gave the, they just gave the example of, if you say that we are discriminating, if you make a ruling in the favor of Byron Allen Productions or whatever, that we are saying that we are discriminating against them because they're black uh and also because the show's content is black and the care or you know or person of color you know related then what's going to happen is you're going to have you know a terrible even a terrible white actor who just happened to audition for hamilton and didn't didn't get the role say you know not necessarily excuse me not necessarily because he's a terrible actor but just come out and say hey they didn't. They didn't um, pick me because my cast me because I'm white. Yeah, they didn't cast me as George Washington because I'm white. So that's what's gonna. That, that's what they're saying. So basically, you know, basically, yeah, basically, that's what they're saying. Hmm. I I gotta say this, man. This is my well, question for I mean... you because. <laughs> This is this is this is my question for you because this 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 is where it becomes a, a hairy subject because mm-hmm. you know Hamilton obviously 
is a hip hop opera, you know, right. so to speak. It it has to do it with rapping, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it fits yeah. a certain format. Not saying that white people, Mexican people, Asian people, none of them could play that role. That's just the way that it was written. But then again, if you look at roles like uh, or characters mm-hmm. like the original Superman, you look at characters like you know the original Spider-Man. Now that we have Miles Morales and we have other guys, you know, who are different. Mm-hmm different uh, nationalities playing it um yeah if you look at the role of batman and the fact that people have you know said hey we want idris elba as batman somebody like that uh, uh or 007 you know or is 007 they, yeah yeah even if you if you think about oh, that's all man i'm sorry uh, if you think of 007 um uh you know traditionally it's a white guy nobody ever necessarily said that he had to be white or black or whatever mm-hmm. else but now, you know, they, they've obviously cast Idris Elba and they're working on projects to get him, you know, to get that movie out. So, and everybody's like, yay, you know, that's dope, you know, because we want, you know, we want to see more voices, which is, which is perfectly, you know, normal and fine. But then if Charter wins this case, the big corporation wins this case, they'll sort of be backing, they'll, they'll sort of be backing I don't know that and the opposite at the same time because while Byron Allen is, you know, productions is saying, "Hey, you guys are racist." Charter is saying, "Hey, you know, we're not saying that we're racist, but also if you let this pass, then people who you don't want in those situations, people who you don't want in those roles, you know, necessarily are gonna come out of the woodwork saying that 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 you that they got that." They didn't get selected, you know, for whatever reason. It's gonna, mm. it's gonna spin off into a bigger, you know, bigger ball of yarn than, than you actually want it to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Wow. I don't know. This, but <laughs> excuse me, I'd have to see where this this leads up to because there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of questions in here, a bunch of things that, like you said, go up to to roles in the past that have been uh denied or I guess given to yeah other people of color what if what if Professor X what if Professor X <laughs> what if, what yeah what if they change Professor X to a black guy it would be an uproar it would be it would be an uproar amongst fans just like there was an uproar for uh uh, uh god there's so many so many um Teen Titans, the girl from Teen Titans. You think yes, there you go. There you go. That's what I was trying to think of. Uh, Starfire from Teen Titans. So, there's uproar for that. There's like, there's... You can't satisfy everybody. You know, can't. This is a crazy thing. You can't satisfy everybody. You can't please everybody. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see where this goes, but, you know, it's... I guess this conversation could go on for a long yeah. time. Many spider-webbed uh, yeah, speaking of speaking, thoughts yeah. that could that could uh come about. This but, this the yeah. other thing, man. Like just like you say, there was a, there was definitely an uproar over the girl, you know, who got to play T, who was uh, Starfire and Teen Titans. But the choice, I, I I don't know. It was I think it was partially the choice of her and being a black person, and also uh, the choice of the costume that they had mm-hmm. her in did not fit the source material. So I think that made it even more of an uproar. Even right. up, more of an uproar. Too. But it, then if you look at Nick Fury, right? Traditionally in the comics, mm-hmm. Nick Fury 
was yeah. a white guy for for most I think for most of the comic series right. until maybe the last you know 10 15 you know years or whatever um mm-hmm. so but yeah Nick Fury and the Marvel Cinematic Universe on TV what we see on the movies is Samuel L Jackson you know right. black man um not a white guy a black man so right right but then there's people like the rock you know who could sort of play Just both racially characters. ambiguous yeah <laughs> you say racially non-binary racially non-binary <laughs> whatever yeah. oh no i guess non-binary goes to more uh, uh, uh things that you may identify it but still like you say racially ambiguous you know i don't know <laughs> i don't know man what do you people think what do you people think about the whole situation and also, you know, just characters, characters traditionally being portrayed by one race or one color or maybe even one gender, uh, you know, having their roles, you know, uh, edited, adjusted to be something else. There's there's one thing there's one thing about a character who is black or white who has that interwoven into their backstory like a Luke Cage type of guy. Um, uh, where it'd be much harder to change a Luke Cage to a white person or an Asian person than it would be to just to leave him black. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, it'd be a, it's a total different thing if you have a guy like we said, like a 007, you know, even like a Batman, who there's no there's nothing necessarily that you could ima- that you can really remember that I really remember that states that he was white per se even though there's like some privileged stuff in there with, with being rich. But if you just change that to any race and just made him the same rich, you know, mil, you know, multi-billionaire who lost his parents, blah, 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 then, you know, it's a little bit easier to, to flip that over. So is Charter right in saying that they could just decide whatever they want uh, uh, and they're not racist or is Byron Allen right in saying that they are racist and is that going to miss wow. up? everything so i don't know bigger discussion but whatever it's deep bigger discussion wow all right anything else uh no nothing nothing too important nothing uh nothing too important maybe some stuff i had some but maybe i'll save it for next week it may take a little longer yeah okay well i mean we could always put in the love box too if you want so here's the time guys Ooh, i can hear it retro I can hear it. it. I can hear it. I can hear it coming. I can hear it. Hey, man, what are you doing? JQ's the music. Hey. (laughs) And. I'm not sure I want to be a part of this show anymore right now. (laughs) Man. I don't know what you were doing over there. I'm in the room by myself. No one knows. Tapping. Keyboard, probably all st- sticky and stuff. Nah. JQ's the music. Oh, that careless mm-hmm. whisper. George Michael. Now wake me up before you go-go, but careless whisper. Never gonna dance again. <laughs> no jitterbug. No jitterbug. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and we tell you how to tap your love box. You grab your butts, you grab your guts. You grab your butts and guts. You pull her close, pull him close, and the nuts as well, <laughs> and tap that love box. So, if you people out there, <laughs> uh, what is what was the other one called? It was like a onesie. It's like a, it's a 
man onesie. What's that thing called? Rob him, a rob him. Oh, the rob. <laughs> the romper. <laughs> oh man, if you guys are out here still rocking that romp him, and it's 2019, you're still rocking it with all the pride in the world. Tap your love box. Mm, wow. Mm, mm, mm. Fellas, if you'd wear a mankini to the beach, mm-hmm. tap your love box. I'm trying to get my beach body ready for my If you have been eating Tyson chicken strips and you felt a little something a little metallic and crunchy in those strips, tap your love box and really go get checked by the doctor because Tyson recalled. 69,000 pounds of chicken strips that may have been contaminated with pieces of metal. And, and I'll have to look and see what factory this is, but I know that there was a Tyson chicken factory within five miles of the house I lived in in Texas. Five miles. It was right there, right down the street. So I'll have to see which one this is, but yeah. Just the chicken strips, right? Let's see here. So 25 ounce plastic bags frozen fully cooked buffalo chicken strips uh, chicken strip fritters uh, 25 ounce plastic bag packs of frozen fully cooked crispy chicken strips and then 20 pound cases of frozen spare time fully cooked buffalo style chicken strips that's probably more like for restaurants Let's see, the product subject to recall bear establishment number P722 for the uh, for the factory that made it. Uh, let's see here, the last two digits uh, correspond with the hour produced. Oh, uh, no, 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 P7221, that's what it is. Uh, oh, okay, and it said items were shipped to retail locations in Michigan and Washington. Michigan and Washington, y'all people out there, man, don't be eating that metal Tyson, y'all. Really? All right. Can they get sued? I mean, like they if could. Somebody if, gets a if somebody gets sick or somebody has like anything happen to them internally, intestine or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, man, that that's always my fear with Hooks Road. Always my fear, even though I have you know uh, some type of insurance to cover. You know, stuff like that that happens, it's always my fear that, you know, something unseen falls in. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think with being a food producer, you know, that that's one of the things that you fear that, you know, that you have to have like so many safeguards, you know, so many processes yeah. sort of in place to be able to try to safeguard that. Uh, and, the, and the sad thing is, you know, you may or may not, you know, catch everything. It is what it is, but, but that's the one thing you try. Mm-hmm. The most, the, the most clean processes, the most, you know, um, uh, what is it? The most, I don't know. Safeguards. Yeah, the most, the most safeguards possible. Yeah, to, to to keep anything like that from happening. So, yeah, that's mm. wild. That's wild. Wow. All right. Well, parents, if you got kids that are always arguing and bickering. 
with each other and you really don't care you just say go punch them in the mouth tap the love box <laughs> that's how I am now I'm just like I got kids six and eight and all they do is fuss and fight with each other it's like he touched me he touched me like well next time he touch you punch him in the mouth is that wrong parents or people out there should I not say that or should I just tell them to talk it out express their feelings to each other you know what what should I do what should I do parents I mean it should be I think it's maybe a perfect balance of both I don't know it depends I think it depends on the situation and who the normal bully is I guess because I think one eggs one on yeah yeah one eggs one on and then the other one like these like is physically like slight little touch or just in his face or he's looking at me punch him in the mouth I think that's the answer for everything punch him in the mouth yeah you don't like the president punch him in the mouth you don't like your boss punch him in the mouth right yeah can't punch everybody in the Speak, mouth man yeah speaking of punches somebody need to punch all those passengers on that train that was just filming while watching this one guy beat up this 78 year old woman Wait, what happened? All of them need to get punched in the mouth. This happened uh, a couple days ago. This was in New York, if I'm not mistaken. It was on the subway. It was video of this one guy. Younger guy. Could have been in his 30s, maybe 40s. He was like like kicking this elderly lady who was sitting down multiple times in the chest. I'm not sure if he punched her, uh, but I know he kicked her. He practically just uh, hurt, hurt the lady. All these passengers are just filming on their phones. Wow. And just like, oh, oh, ah, stuff like that. I'm like, why aren't y'all doing anything? Yeah. That's you ridiculous, know? man. Instead of filming. There's sometimes when you do film, and there's sometimes when you have to get involved. In this situation, yeah. That, that's, was, that that's, was the time. That's very shocking. Yeah. Yeah. So they but, need to get punched in the face. Yeah, and, and sadly, in this day and age, it's also not surprising. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's shocking and not yeah. surprising at the same time. Makes me sad, man. Yeah, Makes me sad. sad. Yeah, well, hey, on another note. They caught um, the guy. Yeah, tap your little box if you want to go to the Cheetos-themed mansion. It's Cheetos made a mansion it's probably like Chester Cheetah's like you know bachelor pad or whatever you want to call it and uh, yeah man they, it's it's pretty dope they actually have like a, like a a walk-in you know inset bathtub full of Cheetos they serve you know Cheetos mac and cheese Cheetos meatballs uh, they serve you know flaming hot lemon chicken tacos you know what I'm saying actually that sounds really good I want to go to the Cheeto Chateau, Chateau Cheeto. I want That wouldn't. Be, that wouldn't be bad. I like that. Yeah. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Uh, oh, it's in Sao Paulo, Brazil. So it's not really that close. Oh. <laughs> All our Brazilian listeners, go check it out. Go check it out. All right. If you would binge watch twenty Marvel movies to get paid a thousand dollars, tap your love box. Let's go.
Go. Did you hear about this? Where can I sign Did up, you John? Do it? Yeah. CableTV.com is offering to pay someone $1,000 to binge watch all 20 of the previously released Marvel Cinematic Universe movies back-to-back, leading up to the April 26th premiere of Endgame. Let's go. See, the lucky hire will need to be an outgoing social media personality who will live-tweet their MCU marathon experience while tagging CableTV.com. I'm, I'm, I'll do that. Once your yeah, once your MCU binge watch and live tweeting extravaganza is complete, we'll ask you to share your takeaways from the movie so we can make some beautiful, badass rankings together. Uh, the chosen candidate will receive several prizes, including a hundred dollar Grubhub gift card in every cinematic universe Marvel Cinematic Universe movie on Blu-ray. Interested in the job? Fill out an application at cabletv.com slash blog slash Marvel Movie Marathon Dream Job. So there you go. 200 words explaining why you be perfect. That's a lot well, of I'm movie, trying to man. think. I'm trying to think how many hours is that? That's more than 24 hours of movies. Right? Uh, oh, yeah. Let's see. You could average in about at least two to two and a half hours per movie. Uh, 20 movies, so it's roughly 40, 40 something hours, right? So a thousand, forty something, about 40. That's $25 an hour. That's some good pay. If it's 40 hours, that's, I mean, that's not bad, you know? With no sleep? I'll tell you this. this No sleep. I'm the type of person that I'd be down to try anything at least once, almost anything, I guess, at least once. A lot of things. Tossing yeah. salad. <laughs> toss, yes, I will not toss the salad for any amount of money. Um, but I'll get my salad tossed. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Nobody going back there. I, me. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Just stay away. But no, I, I will say this though. I think that would be fun. I, I, I do. If they provided me with the food and like, you know, like if I got restroom breaks, I'd be alright. If I got to take, right. if I got to take like a like a one hour power nap, like every five movies or something like that, I'd probably do this. Or more. I don't know. Okay, so hey, if you guys, you know, if you guys don't like rappers with weird voices, tap your love box. You know what? I thought of a rapper with a weird voice. Ice JJ Fish. Yeah. Ice JJ Fish. He's a rapper or a singer. Uh, he's uh, <laughs> he's one he's one of these new guys. A little bit of both. He's, he's a he sing he's he's a singer nigga, but he raps. Wow. He's a rapper, but he sings a little bit too. Wow. He be body he be body body in those raps. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right. Wow. All right. Well, uh, I've tapped out of my love boxes. I think. Yeah. I know I gotta go grocery shopping. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Same here. I gotta gotta get to the get back to the to the rest of the world. Get back to reality. But hey, you know what? Um, tap your love box if you would try vegan McNuggets. If you would enjoy the 
I, I actually would. Have you tasted the uh, Beyond Burger? I have not. We've talked about this before. I've seen it in the store. I it's do. pretty good. I have not bought them because they have two burger patties and it's like $15. So I'm like... Yeah, well, I, 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 I don't know about buying it from the store. I don't know what the difference is there, but yeah. I've tasted one from restaurants. Yeah. It's actually pretty dang good, man. So I think that's the only way to go. I, I need to find a, I need to find a restaurant here that that serves it, and I'll try it. I, I haven't tried it though. It's not bad. It's not bad. You could taste the difference, but it's not yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. I know our boy B Rob did a post about it as well. Um, but no, I I mean I tr- I try them. Like I said before, I would try them at uh, McDonald's, but would I like them? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they taste just like chicken nuggets. You can't tell the difference. Psh, let's go. It doesn't matter. Obviously, it would be healthier for you, and it'd be a reason why I would actually go back to McDonald's too. Since I'm still basically left uh, in here. Hey, but hey, you know what? We remember Big Baller Brand. We remember all that stuff. Alonzo uh, Ball fired the co-founder Alan Foster over 1.5 million dollars in missing money. So tap your love box if Lonzo, if you like Lonzo taking control of the situation. Because I think he owns like what's Lavar doing? Yeah, I mean Lavar is still Lavar is still a part of it all, but we haven't really heard of him, heard from him. Because I think he's been in Europe coaching the youngest. Son. Oh, his kids. Yeah, yeah, I think he's in Europe co- coaching. What happened to the middle son? Yeah, he's. I think he had to go out there too because he's he got a, oh. he got uh, 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 suspended from. Uh, oh, that's right. Team. Yeah. That's right. So they've been, they've been so, playing professionally in Europe. He pulled his his youngest son isn't even out of high school yet. Is that correct? I think that's correct. I think he's he's a senior this year. So he pulled officially. his son out of high school to play. Yeah, he'd officially ball. be a senior this Four year, time. maybe. Yeah, I think that's about right. Wow, I don't know how I feel about that type of parenting, but uh, I'm gonna tell you something, man. This is what's wild. Show, show kid. When when it comes to when it comes and this this, is, this goes to a bigger thing, but. When it comes to kids who are who are phenomenal high school basketball prospects who actually do have, you know, an NBA future, mm-hmm. the way the college system is set up right now is you have to be out of out of out of high school for one full calendar year, right? Mm-hmm. For one full calendar year before you're eligible to be drafted, um, uh, or one full season, I guess. Before you're eligible to be drafted uh, uh, to play in the NBA, and this is the stipulation that they put on there after there was you know so many years of guys going from high school straight to the pros, high school straight to the pros, and a lot of guys you know maybe not necessarily being ready. A lot of guys you know like Darius Miles, you know who had a who was like an amazing star in high school, went to the pros, you know had all this money and just sort of you know wasted away, and now is almost broke again. Um, uh, you know, so this is sort of reaction to that. I think LeBron James and um what's that boy's name? Um dang, I can't remember Gerald Green, maybe like a couple of the last few uh they came straight from high school to to the pros. But so this is to give them one year in college, to give them the experience of college and to maybe make sure they're a little more mature. But I mean really you go from eighteen year old to a nineteen year old. Like how much more mature is that? A little bit, but not a lot. There's not much difference that that, that one year of college makes it sort of it sort of waste the time of the college, waste the scholarship, you know, for a year. Um, uh, but yeah, they make you at least go like a year out. So what people have been doing is if their kids are that high school phenom or that AAU phenom, they'll pull them 
from high school or you know from high school make them have their last year or so a high school in another country where where kids can play you know starting at like 17 and on um, and they don't have that stipulation or these kids instead of going to college they will go to China they'll go to Europe wherever South America and get paid to play at least for that season then they'll come back and try to be drafted now if they don't get drafted they'll still have the opportunity to go back to play for their team and still get paid so you know it's it's sort of a smart thing because your kid gets to experience their dream of becoming a professional athlete uh, and a lot of times these teams actually have tutors that you know either do high school or college courses uh, for these kids to be able to get their degree or their diploma but um, also it's like you're taking the kid away from an experience that you know he'll never get back you know what i'm saying i take right. him out of high school right. so interesting all right i don't know anyway that's all i got love boxed out oh where'd this piece of chocolate come love from? you know my Oop. son be hiding hiding candy everywhere nice well, there's a, a hershey snack. bar down here just hiding in my desk i know i didn't put that <laughs> Sure, it's not X Lax. Maybe he's trying to play a joke on you. It is not. Not X Lax. Anyway, all right. All right. Tell the people where they can find. All right, me. people. People, people, people. Hashtag Blackout Pod, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, just search for us on all your favorite podcast podcast listening apps. We're everywhere. So I don't need to rattle them off. But hashtag Blackout Pod at gmail.com or you could email us stuff. Uh, show topics, um, whatever. Um, relationship advice. Yeah. Relationship advice. Uh, we give the best of those, you know. Confessions. Yeah, yeah confessions. Send us a voicemail three eight five three B L A K P C or three eight five three two five two five seven two. You could also do that through Twitter and Instagram, from my understanding now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Check out bossboxes.shop. Get yourself 10% off Boss Box. We put Blackout 10 in the checkout. Uh, hit up hooksrubs.business.spice. Get yourself some hooks rubs. Get it. For all your meats. Get it, it's girl. springtime now. Lots of lots of barbecues. Uh, I think Hook, Hooks Rubs needs to come out with the crawfish boil seasoning. So mm. get the crawfish boil on. Good yeah. Oh, I like it. So, yeah. There you go, people. Don't know what else we got to say. Hooks Rub just may do that. That sounds really good. Hooks um, Rub's Crawfish Boy. Yeah. I think I'm going to leave that for when the new logo comes out. Or maybe a specific logo to go with that. <laughs> that may work. Anyway. Put pressure. Amen. Pressure. Under pressure. Don't fold under the pressure unless you're a nice, beautifully sliced piece of biscuit. Hmm. Alright. All that being said, people... Damn that boy can sing. You must be crazy. He good. You must be crazy.